0: Hi, I'm Alexandra Roxo, your host of the Holy Fuck Podcast. I've created this podcast because I want to explore how the mystical touches us in our everyday lives, how the sacred and the profane move together like two sides of the same coin. I found that personally, the most magical view I can choose of life is when I find the divinity, the healing and the transformation in all of life. In this podcast, you can expect to hear inspiring conversations and storytelling that touch the heart and awaken the soul. This is a place for the modern seeker, passionate human, and curious explorer, a place where we can redefine what is sacred and what is profane, and just have the courage to open to it all. A place where we can step out of the mainstream programming and choose what stories and beliefs and rituals we hold sacred and true. On this podcast, you're going to hear from people on all sorts of walks of life, sharing what they're passionate about, what keeps them awake at night, what they consider to be sacred, what they consider to be profane, how they have explored life and freed their hearts and souls through love and spiritual practice, art, meditation, sex, drugs, birthing, prayer, just experiencing life in all of its wild tragedies and comedies. Plus ideas, explorations, advice, and truths from me on sex, relationships, spirituality, and what it means to be a human on this planet at this time. If you have found that you're also a rebel mystic who doesn't fit into the flattened ideas of good and bad and spirituality, but sees the nuance that life has to offer us, then I hope you find a home with me here in this podcast. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. This is Alexandra back with another solo episode of the Holy Fuck Podcast. I love answering your questions. I love getting your questions. So please keep sending them my way. You can either DM them to me on Instagram, or you can email them to hello at alexandraroxo.com. And if you're not subscribed to this podcast, please do. And if you like it, review it. It makes me so happy to read your reviews and to feel like you know, I get to know a little bit about who's listening. So today's question, how can I keep working to love myself, to be kind to others and keep myself soft and open when there is physical pain in my body? I'm working with doctors, etc., but I have been in pain for two years and it really causes me to harden up. How do we find joy through the pain? Oh, wow. I so feel you and I so appreciate the honesty in this question. And I appreciate the depth of this question because it's actually, it's a biggie. Whether it's physical pain, which this question is about physical pain, but I also just want a presence, emotional pain, psychological pain, any type of pain. Pain is something that takes us out of what we're doing. It takes us out of our life force energy. It can, rather than it does, it can. It can take us out of our passion, our creativity. And it can be like this real joy joy cow. Um, and I really feel that. And I know that in the in my own ways. So for someone experiencing physical pain, and obviously I'm not a doctor, so I'm going to speak more to the emotional and the embodied experience and the spiritual experience here. I won't be speaking to the medical experience. So for that, um, I trust that you have great medical support around you. So one thing that physical pain does is, uh, that it makes our world myopic. So if if you're, say, looking at um, life through a broad scope, like you can see all of it, you can hold all of it, right? You can see, oh, what's happening tomorrow, what happened yesterday, my hopes and dreams are, my fears over here, there's a sense of like holding it all. But when physical pain comes in, it, it literally, it's like um, taking an aperture on a camera and making it really small. And in that moment, it's so hard to stay in an expansive view of life and pain calls us into the present moment. So one thing about pain, and I know this from my own experience of being, having physical pain through menstrual cramps or through being in plant medicine ceremony or through being sick and What the difference is, is someone who has chronic pain is living with that every day. But usually with pain, there are some sorts of waves like contractions, ups and downs, moments, endings, and beginnings. If you use your breath to follow these moments and to allow there to be a rise and a fall, so if you're having acute pain or if it's just like a just ongoing numbness of pain, that you use your breath to feel that pain, um, to track that pain, to open into that pain. Again, this applies to emotional pain because as well as physical pain, sometimes people that have chronic emotional pain, it's just as bad as a chronic back pain, right? It's always there, right? There's always this contraction of sadness or in the back. There's always this pain. Or say someone who has arthritis, there's always this pain. So learning how to work with the breath becomes really, really key. Learning how to express how you feel around the pain is going to be really key. Now, obviously, you can't always be angry about the pain. That's not going to be productive at a certain point. But it is really important that you allow yourself to first express the anger, the sadness, the rage, the grief about the pain, whatever the pain is that's there. Now, blaming that or putting that on someone else, no, that's not a productive or healthy way to do it. But allowing yourself to feel, oh, it's so frustrating to feel in pain all the time. Ugh, I'm so sad to be in pain all the time. Whatever that is, allowing that to come through, pouring that into art, into writing, into creativity, into dance, right? and most of all, letting it come out through emotions. If it's physical pain and it's just again and again and again plaguing you all day and all night, allow yourself to an extent to have the emotional experience around it. Now, not everyone would agree with me because they would say, "Oh, you're just like adding more fuel to the fire. You're feeding the beast." I don't agree. I think that if we're in denial about the po- about the fact that we're uncomfortable and if we just pretend and we think, "Oh, I'm just going to say an affirmation, my pain is gone, my pain is gone," but if I don't actually acknowledge the pain and give it a voice first, then I'm in denial about the pain. So, anyone who is like, "Oh, you're feeding the fire," you know, you that may be the case. That may be the case if you stay there for too long. And I talk about this in my book. So whether you put a timer on your phone that says, okay, I'm going to kick and scream and punch the pillow about my pain for 20 minutes. And then I'm going to go take a bath. And then I'm going to go take a walk. And I'm going to call a friend. Or I'm going to paint a picture. Or I'm going to sing a song. Or I'm going to register for some volunteer work. So I'm not saying to linger in the pain and to stay there and to swim in it and to swamp in it no but it's also there's an acknowledgement there and then how do you even turn physical pain into some sort of a teacher asking what is it teaching you what is it asking of you is it asking you to slow down is it asking you to be present how long have you had this pain can you feel in the depths of your body where this pain originated from? Can you do some internal visioning to see is there a correlation between trauma, emotional, psychological trauma, and this pain? I highly recommend, there's, there's a great film that's out there right now called The Wisdom of Trauma, the work of Dr. Peter Levine, Dr. Gabor Mate. There are many, many people that are helping people that are in physical pain find the emotional correlation or the correlation to trauma that may or may not be the case for you but it can be helpful to consider so actually making friends with the pain in some way right and looking at the pain as your teacher now if you're a woman and you're in your body and you want to feel pleasure you want to feel alive then where are you actually letting yourself feel pleasure even with the pain present Now, this is something that's so gorgeous. And, um, I would recommend also Kimberly Johnson's book, call of the wild, again, in the, in the space of trauma, pain, somatic experiencing, but learning how to identify the difference between sensations, emotions, um, feeling the different aspects of your embodiment and feeling, can you actually hold pleasure and pain at the same time? So I work with this, with women when I'm leading them in practice, it's like, you know, does the pain become a habit? And can you allow the pain to be there in the background, but find something that feels good? So with the pain present in your life or your body, can you find something that also feels good? Do you notice that you love the way um, dancing or moving your body feels? And can you really identify there are certain things that feel good? And can you add more of those to your life? Can you begin to cultivate them? Pour water on them like beautiful little seeds. Do you notice that the pain goes away when you're creative or your mind becomes focused on something else? And so the pain is still there, but the mind is no longer just hooked on it. So this becomes essentially your guru, that which brings shadow to light. And there is an aspect of sacred ceremony when we experience pain. So if the pain is really intense, and I say this to women who are experiencing menstrual cramps that feel very intense, can you surrender into that pain? Put on some music, some drumming, something that helps you. Can you sink down on the floor on your hands and knees and move through your spine and sound out guttural sounds and come deeper into the body and listen and come into a relationship and really feel how something is moving through you? In the past, I haven't gotten bad cramps for my, my period in a long time, but I used to get them terribly. And there was a period of time where i just lay on the floor feeling like I was dying. And then there was a period of time where I would go, okay, we're entering into ceremony. And I'm going to moan and groan and cry and express and feel and go into like almost a trance state around this pain. And that was so helpful and cathartic. And I realized for myself that there was probably something that I wasn't feeling in my life. wasn't experiencing and my, my menstrual cycle was holding actually more energy than it could process. And when I had the cramps, it was like trying to process out all of this backed up, clogged emotional energy, unexpressed words, thoughts, feelings. And that may sound a little woo to some people, but that's what I found to be as my own truth. And the more that I got in in right relation with my own feelings, self-expression, the cramps went away. The more I treated my body well as well. Very important. So I hope that this helped, and I'm just going to recap. So make friends with the pain. Learn to express how you feel about the pain. Put a time limit on how deep you go into the pain. Use creativity to transmute the pain and see the pain as a teacher and a ceremony. And of course, I hope that you get some relief. I hope that you find great, you know, all of the different types of healers and um, people that work with you to alleviate the pain and alleviate the root of the pain so that you can live happily and comfortably in your body. That's my wish for you. And in the meantime, holding your heart as you walk through some of those deep soul lessons and for some of us they come out in the mind in the body in the spirit in the relational field in the sexual field the trauma everybody's got life lessons soul lessons here on planet earth so they just manifest differently i'm wishing everybody beauty and joy and you know the the real deep powers of transformation as you walk this journey of being alive so much love to you Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. For more, 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 follow me on IG at Alexandra Roxo, and you can get on my mailing list where I send poems, practices, rituals, links to upcoming retreats and events, and all kinds of goodies. And if this podcast has touched your heart, please let us know. Please write us a review, give us a five-star rating, all that. It means a lot to myself and everyone involved. Big, big love, my darling. Have a fabulous day, and see you again very soon.